from ABC News Radio, KMET 1490 in Southern California. This is Biz Ninja Entrepreneur Radio with your host, Tyler Jorgensen. All right, I want to welcome everybody out to Biz Ninja Entrepreneur Radio. Uh, we've got another amazing opportunity to learn from a real life entrepreneur. Uh, Dave Kombucha Lindenbaum. Now that's not your real name, but that is your the persona you've embraced. So let's start right off the bat by what's going on with that. Um, well, Lindenbaum is actually my real name, Tyler. So <laughs> okay. Well, I said it wrong so, too, so I appreciate you correcting that. So okay. you're like the king of kombucha, the uh, the the guru of of kits and make your own stuff, um, but. How'd you fall in love with kombucha? Yeah, so so here, so to, to to just catapult this conversation, I really fell in love with marketing, and I'm being kind of vulnerable right now, putting myself out there because I'm very very public in my company. Um, I'm the brand of my company, which we could talk about. It's a double-edged sword. Yeah. Um, it's fascinating because we're we're now in this age where like influencer marketing is huge, right? You're a company connect with an influencer influencer has the traffic and maybe you know on a marketplace like instagram and you connect the two what's funny is that i've been doing both <laughs> the the content and the conversion or you know our uh, marketplace for 12 years i just didn't know that i was that's what i was doing um and uh i wish i did a little bit more actually i wish i doubled down on it interesting um, the kombucha middle name though is, is obviously a kombucha tea and i think to be fair at the time i thought it was i thought it was like a seo play that if i put kombucha in my middle name if somebody happened to be searching for kombucha on facebook my name would pop up and it actually did work but this is actually a great intention for this conversation my intention for this conversation is that people get their heads out of their own whatever and start thinking like for themselves a little bit so following blueprints um and and just copying what people are doing obviously you and i um have pay a lot of money for mentors and coaching and we also people pay us a lot of money for for, for mentorship and coaching and that's how it works but at the same time you got to make it your own because let's think for a second that did work but 12 or you know when i changed it, maybe seven years ago nobody was going on on facebook to right. look for kombucha, they were going on Facebook to look for ex-girlfriends or or what their what their long lost high school um, soccer team member was doing. You know right. what I mean? Like, or to post pictures that that wasn't a marketplace. Um, but funny enough, that name now sticks out in now that I'm in in, in the marketing world. Uh, it is just something to uh, remember you by. Plus, this is a little side thing I've noticed. Anybody with a middle initial in their name exudes something whether it's like you know like all my friends if you stop and think about the the, the, yeah. the five friends that you have that literally forced you to call them by their middle initial or their right. middle name or something um it stands out so yeah. unbeknownst that's to myself awesome. that's the reason um okay so i i fell in love with marketing but i couldn't market something that i wasn't passionate about so I fell in love with the marketing, but I was passionate about kombucha, if that, if okay. that makes sense. It totally does. So let, let's backtrack that 12 years or whenever you said you first got started. Sure. Um, you know, I, I like to kind of bridge the gap of, uh, you know, were you born an entrepreneur or, you know, were you like doing other stuff and all of a sudden you're like, hey, I think I can go out on my own. Or have you just always had that creative risk-taking vibe about you? 
Yes. And um, just like someone having to, the same reason that you decided to become an entrepreneur, for, and that means something different to everybody, is the same reason why when you're following systems and swipes and going on blogs, like you don't forget the reason why you became an entrepreneur in the first place. Right. So there's a thin line between getting help and support and then also just being unique and for, your, and, and for yourself. Um, uh, I, up until, uh, so let's, let's back up. I followed the cookie cutter life. Like I got good grades in school, sure. was on sports team, like student council, which is ridiculous, yeah. you know, but, and um, I got a job at a JP Morgan out of college working on Wall Street two-week training program before you actually get assigned to your location. And uh, two-week training program was amazing. You know, I still had the college mentality, so I'm like pre-gaming, living off of ramen noodles, right. and making more money than I have knew possible. It was like just nuts. And my first day of work after that two-week program was September 11th. So my path train, living in Hoboken, um, no business being in the World Trade Center except for that's how I commuted to work. Um, and what's crazy is that experience, you'd think, I wish I could tell you that like the next day I decided for myself, I'm quitting this, I'm leaving and I'm starting a kombucha company. Like <laughs> didn't work that way. It never right. does. And, or, or it, it usually doesn't, you know, I always been envious of people that sucked at everything except one thing. I had a friend in high school, he was like the most uncoordinated, socially awkward person, but he was such an incredible musician. I'm also jealous about that because then you can put all your focus on that. I totally agree with that. It, I think it, <laughs> just to piggyback on that quickly, I, I totally agree, right? Like the guys who their genius is so clear, it's like, well, great, thrive in your area of genius. But for a lot of us that become entrepreneurs, we're the Swiss army knives of, of our friends and we're the guys that could go any, you know, well, in certain ways, go any direction. Like we could do anything. And so sometimes it's harder to be like, okay, how do I pick? Absolutely. And I, and I actually think many people listening or watching this, they resonate with that struggle than the other. Yeah. That I'm not good at anything. So, you know, I'm good at too many things. And how do I just choose one and, and go deep or don't let that stop you from taking momentum, you know, and, and doing right. something. Right. Um, so I actually stayed with the company for a year and a half. And then left. It was really, really hard. Um, the hardest thing was actually thinking that my parents, um, my parents never made me feel that I was a failure, but my parents worried so much about me, you know. Um, and I feel like I was kind of letting them down a little bit. Uh, my friends never felt judged by my friends. My friends thought yeah. I was a rock star. Like, like you know, what I mean, they got to live vicariously through me. Right. Um, and, um, and I bummed around for a few years, man. I worked at bars. I traveled the world. I was a uh, cross country team tour cook and <laughs> camp counselor. So I, I saw, uh, our country like seven times going cross country. Um, and then I was like, all right, I need to do something. So I, um, I moved out to Los Angeles from New York. A lot of times this is a big, big takeaway from my life. When I reflect that sometimes a physical change leads to, uh, an emotional change or a state right. change or um, a, new, a new opportunity change Absolutely. by physically moving. Tony Robbins talks about like, you know, you could change your emotional state by changing your physical state. And sometimes that's easier. Like if we just start jumping up and down, we could do that. And yeah. 
that will influence the emotional. So it, not just a physical movement, but a physical like movement to another yes. uh, location. And um, that's really changed everything. I, um, I was working at an assisted living place. I had an idea first to start an exercise entertainment company called Stretching and Kvetching. Um, <laughs> kvetching is a, uh, I'm not sure if, you, if people, the listeners know, it's a Yiddish word for complaining. It's like the okay. art of complaining. It's like <laughs> someone who's so good at complaining like they're so good at it. Like they That's will always neat. find something to complain. And, uh, it was just entertaining through exercise. Um, I pursued that for six months. And, um, during that time I met somebody who owned a, uh, just starting out to grow his tea company, um, worked for him for a year was his first hire and he became a mentor of mine. And above anything, he wasn't even a mentor on tea. Though I learned so much about tea and health and wellness I learned from him that you just take the, f can I curse on this? Well, it hits ABC, so I've got to beep out one. So yeah, we'll, we'll, you, okay. we'll go PG-13 on this. <laughs> okay, you, uh, um, so you just take the freaking, I can say freaking, Yeah, right? you can say freaking. You just take good. the freaking flag and you yeah. just stick it in the ground and you say, I'm the tea guy now, or I'm this guy now. And so if you are in, so again, you have to love, you have to fall in love with the marketing but you have to be passionate about the thing, but you don't have, but, but you also have to just take the flag and just declare it. And then you yeah. become it because, but that's why you need the first two first, the, the, the marketing and the passion about the thing. I had, I was on uh, Prilosec, Nexium, all these anti uh, acid um, over the, over the counter um, uh, prescription drugs, sorry, over the prescription drugs. I always forget which, which one. Anyway, the, the ones where you have to go to a freaking doctor, yes. the, the thing down your throat. And like, I was on this stuff since I was probably 12 years old. Throwing up, this is disgusting. I apologize. But throwing up in my mouth was just something I did multiple times a day and just accepted it. Like it was just, it became so part. And, and just as another big takeaway. Yeah. Sometimes we like, honestly, like, and I'm like, this is only recently have I truly starting to um, understand the power of this, that like we could be following every self-development tape. We could be getting up at six thirty in the morning. We could do all this stuff, but you need to truly believe that, that you can change, that this stuff will work. And wh what I, what I noticed because, and by the way, let that be an example because I'm throwing up in my freaking mouth for so many years that it becomes just part of who I am. And so why should that be any different than you, your belief on success or starting right. a business or something? It's like, if, if it gets to the point where we get so used to it, we forget that. It there just, was another option or another I, way. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And, and so that's been a, a really big thing because I was so naive at the time, like, Thank, thank goodness. Like I, I right. had nothing to lose kind of because I left the JP Morgan thing. I left that status, whatever. I moved out here by myself and I'm working at an assisted living community, dude. Like Tyler, I am, they hired, I went into, um, to volunteer, um, because I thought like it would be like the best place to exercise old women, right? Like oh, this is a living community. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's red ocean, my friend. Yeah, you're, you're good. good. You're good. <laughs> but, yeah. but I was a big whale in the red ocean and, um, and uh, they hired me on the spot. They saw the resume. They saw like, you know, I was a, like, what young dude just walks into an assisted living place and be like, hey, can I volunteer to stretch, stretch your residence? And uh, 
And so they hired me on the spot. I was their human resource director. Okay. I am the world's worst human resource director. Like I was like, I was supposed to discipline and like manage people, dude. I was bumping up their hours when it came to payroll because I, I wanted them to make more money. <laughs> like I was, I don't know if this is F cause it's ABC. I'm not sure like FD, like if someone's going to come after me. So that may or may not be true, but yeah. it was theoretically that theoretically. May have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and then this thing came and I was just, because I had the intention of wanting to getting into online, the internet marketing, it's like, then I'm, then I met the tea guy, then the tea guy and I had lunch and I drank in kombucha. And then like, also probably not the best thing, but you have to hear this with like 30 minutes later, I had the best, um, bowel movement of my life. Like I wanted to like take a picture and send it to like my, my mom or something. Like it was so amazing. I felt so amazing. And the day went by and I forgot, I didn't even remember, I, it was, I didn't even notice because it just became part of my day that I didn't throw up in my mouth and I didn't have acid reflux. And I did that for um, the next, you know, five, 10 days where I'm going to Whole Foods. And then two weeks later, or whatever it was, 10 days, whatever, two weeks, I threw out all my prescription drugs. And I haven't okay. been on it ever since. So I'm going to, I'm going to wrap that back up because that's actually, there's, you basically had like a double epiphany bridge happen at the same time, right? Where you had, um, you're, you're going along this journey of your entrepreneurship, right? Where you, you're going to start taking a step there at the same time, you're having a personal experience with the, pr with the product that actually changed your life. And then as you're getting over to here to this other side, this is where we're getting in a story. You're going to combine those two into your, your new, this passion, right? So yes. your life is moving in one path, getting you ready to be able to do, be the entrepreneur. And then your, your health is moving in this path where now you, you're going to have something that you can speak from personal experience with personal passion about. Yes. Okay. And so here you are, you pooped and it was amazing and something has shifted and you, and, and what, like, what was that next step? How did you decide, okay, you know, what was the next bridge that you went over that was like, okay. I found a product or I found something that changed my life. How are you going to, you know, become the like number one Amazon seller of that? Right. That's a long, there's a journey there. Sure. Yeah. Um, this was so long ago. Amazon was around, but they didn't have private label options and all that stuff. Um, so I was on Yahoo merchant solutions, mm. <laughs> old school, man. But actually, if we're going to go real, real, like again, belief. So I said to myself, if I could just sell I, people that enrolled, um, I had a beta course and I was like, how are you going to celebrate when you make your first dollar? Not when you make a million, your first dollar, dude. And I'm, I'm sure you like, like you, everybody remembers their first. I told myself if I could just make one sale and I put it up on Craigslist and I sold a kombucha kit and I drove to the person's home and I set the freaking kit up with them. Was that a profitable, like positive ROI? Um, not maybe not financially, but in my belief, like what's the ROI on your belief on yourself? That's possible. Like that's major ROI. Yeah. And, and, um, so that led to, oh my God. And again, now I'm, now I'm super excited. I'm sharing this with my, my, my family and, uh, they're like, what the heck is kombucha? And I'm like, it's this fungus tea, this bacteria. And they're like, what, you know? And, um, uh, so Craigslist first made some sales on Craigslist and then I was doing a improv comedy at the time. And one of the guys that's doing, that was doing improv, I'll get this. You'll appreciate this, man. One of the guys, so we just hit it off. He was a younger guy than me. He's kind of like, kind of feel like I've been his like big brother. This was like 13, 14 years ago. Um, 
he was really into filming stuff and he also was just good at computers. Um, long story short, he built me my first website. He also then became my roommate in Santa Monica and lived rent free in exchange for like bagging teas and like helping me out with the, you know, um, with, with, so with the day to day. Is that on his resume that he's a professional teabagger? Especially, or? I think I, I, that was on my resume. I, I have, I haven't touched LinkedIn or any of that stuff, but like, um, that's funny. But that guy is now working for Gary Vayn, uh, Vaynerchuk and VaynerMedia in uh, wow. do, um, doing uh, videos and stuff like that. And this Very guy's cool. a beast. And it just goes to show, like, we were on completely not I wouldn't say completely two different paths, but two different paths, right? His passion wasn't entrepreneurship, and my passion wasn't making dope videos, but it takes time. And that's the other takeaway. Like it, it, it takes time. And the other thing too is like, like I, you could look at it two ways. You could look at it wherever we are now and look back and be like, wow, I think as entrepreneurs, we don't do that. Some, well, some people do that too much, but many of us we're so busy on the next thing. We don't even appreciate the wins. Right. So I, I, something that's been, been my thing the last six months is if like reflecting on your week, because most entrepreneurs I know, they reflect back on their week or their month and see opportunities they could do better, things that sucked, but they don't celebrate the wins, man. Right. And I'm not talking about like getting hammered or even going to a nice dinner, like take a minute and just take it in, you know? Yeah, um, I agree. So yeah. No, so I agree. And I think if we, if we don't recognize those, what, what may be considered little wins, because it's hard. We'll set up, as an entrepreneur, we're going to set a goal that's bigger than what most people do, Right. And so if we're not hitting that goal or for, and you know, there's that comparison is the thief of joy, right? We think we're doing well. And all of a sudden we see a buddy or somebody online that you know, that you know, you're more talented at than, and they're crushing it. And you're like, Oh, we'll still be grateful for your journey. Cause you're, you know, your hockey stick moment may be coming. But. Yeah. Hockey sticks a great. Uh, yes. And it is. Yeah. Yeah. But more than likely, you know, I will take incremental growth and incremental gains over a single hockey stick moment. Um, you know, it's great when those do happen, but really if we can just keep progressing, keep growing it and being grateful in the journey. Right. So what, what was your first, like, so you, you're getting started, you're selling on Craigslist, you're selling on a Yahoo car, your, your, your belief, your belief is growing that the, the capability is there. Did you have like what in the last, you know, 14 years now that you've been doing this, what would you say is your one big thing that pivoted you from like, okay, I'm doing this as a side project. Holy cow, this is a business. Ooh. Or was it a bunch of small steps? You know, the craziest thing is like only recently am I actually treating, treating this stuff as a business. <laughs> I, would, I would say that like, like, um, hmm. All right. This is going to, this is going to be, and we were talking a little bit about this offline of some, one of our mentors is like, so the business should probably be treated as a business earlier than later, but you as the person should always feel like a kid. Like, does it, you know what I, I mean? I think that's like, great. That's a great separation. I think that's brilliant. So, yeah. So what I've been just reflecting, that's a great, Tyler's a great question. So, um, thank you for pulling that out of me because it, it made me reflect. What I'm learning is that I wish I respected the business. When I, when I mean that, let's just call it out. The boring ass tax stuff, the financials, the operations. Um, customer service is an interesting thing because I, I use customer service as actually, as I, 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 my view of customer service is actually sales mm -hmm. because it's the best opportunity 
to um, give more value, make things right, make things better, uh, make things different, and then pivot that person. But even that, um, the last year and a half, um, I hired someone to do that and then trained them on the ways of, 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 of turning that into an opportunity of sales. Right. And if, and that was a business decision. Right. Um, but me getting to do like silly rap videos and sending them right. out to my friends on my birthday and like connecting with people and, and higher level thinking and, and the creativity and the, the idea that is the kid not growing up. And, yeah. and, um, and yeah, and I wish I, well, I'm still doing that, but it's good to be reminded of that. So I'm, and I'll, I'm, you know, being vulnerable on my side, one of the challenges I have as the entrepreneur is I, so I've launched a lot of things that kind of are, most people don't even know that I do them, right? I'm not the face of it. It's a it's kind of the, um, you know, the four hour work week muse concept, right? Where it's doing, and, and I'm grateful for those because they've gotten me through some really tough times. But I also like, okay, the Russell Brunson attractive character thing that he's preaching, the, this, this, this uh, current marketplace of the expert, right? That's current is a big trend right now. Like I frankly have a hard time being an attractive character and connecting myself into the business. Yep. Um, and so because I don't like criticism, right? I don't like being, you know, I, I can be vulnerable with my friends. I have a hard time being vulnerable with people that I, I don't necessarily aren't in my circle yet. Um, and I'm just being real frank. So I'm curious, like you do a great job of just kind of putting yourself out there. Um, do you, oh, I mean, is that because you've done improv or is that, is that just, you're just thick skinned or how do you handle that? Like, how do you be that face of your company, which means sometimes it's not always great, right? You said it's a double-edged sword. That's the term you used. Yes. How do you, how do you handle the sharp side of that sword? Well, it's fascinating to see how, um, I'm being uh, perceived at least one opinion because, I am the thinnest skin, dude. Like arteries would be flowing out of me. Like if I move too quickly in a movement, cause my skin is so thin, like, um, and I actually didn't think about that. So thanks for bringing up my insecurities, Tyler. I didn't think people were. Okay. <laughs> but the point is that you've handled it, right? So do you just, not, you just well, not which, deal with it? Well, have you uh, never received criticism? Oh through, dude, like, I haven't. But, and, yeah. um, um, I mean the, since, since now putting my, well, okay. Let's back up. So first, first is, um, I think you have to make a decision on, first off, you don't have to do, let me back off and just tell people, you don't have to do anything. And the sooner you accept that, at least you're then starting from a place like that's Choice real. Power. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. like there is, I'm, I'm working um, harder than I ever have because I want to be, there were times in my business where I would go an entire week, um, it medical marijuana, just getting a high and watching game of Thrones and the wire, like gorging on that and taking up surf lessons and not doing anything in my business except shipping out orders at the time. Cause I didn't have, um, I was smaller then. Right. And yeah. it was four hour work four hour work week. I was trying to live, live that life, which Again, you can, but there's also consequences to that. Um, but you know, you you and I know that Tim wasn't make he was more like making a point. And by the way, that book, dude, I just I just read it again like a couple months ago. It's still many of the things still holds true today, which is epic when you think that book yeah. was released so many years ago. Yeah, he did a, he did a great job making it evergreen. Obviously, the tools and tactics, some of those have evolved. Yeah, but the principles, like I I actually just recently trying to improve the systems of my company, applied the deal system into everything. 
our everything we do is definition elimination automation liberation right like is the yeah. project clearly defined what what's in our way that we need to eliminate what if it can be out and everything we're doing is following that model now so like even with our clients like what's the deal with that client like where are they where's the broke is there anything broken we can identify it as one of those four pieces um, yeah yeah but anyways so yeah but there is that even with that there's that double-edged sword of like so yeah so my but you don't have to do it but this is what i would do it when i'm going into something now i'm think i'm now thinking long play so um i would need to know which businesses are you talking about for example um we're building out our second brand the diy gift kit brand okay the long play on that is possibly make it a sellable business one day in the future or um, make it in a way where I am not needed. I could be more behind the scenes of applying all the marketing stuff to the business, but other people are actually doing it. And we're just getting started on influencer marketing. Um, so let, let the hot sauce kid lovers of the world or the moms that want to spend more time with their daughter and bond with them and the bath bomb making kids. And we've got to talk about that, dude. Um, let them be the face. Let the people who use it be the face, right? Um, I'm doing a, I'm launching another brand, which, I've been told I'm an idiot because um, I'm, I'm doing, I don't know, um, doing pretty well on the, on, on the, on the, the webinar uh, course stuff. Um, and I have a lot of heat on that, but I am building a third brand, but I'm building the third brand to use as a case study for a course. And that's the reason for that. Um, so let's quickly run yes. through that, the things you've got going on. So you've got getkombucha.com yep. and you've got um, the kombucha kits, right? We'll, we'll have that as one vertical. Sure. You've got the DIY crafts, which are like, you know, my kids did the make your own bath bomb kit. They had a ton of fun with it. Um, so um, then. Yeah. And then um, I, I don't actually know much of what you're doing on the webinar. What's going on that? What's that piece? Oh, I have a, a course uh, that just came out called Lightning Deal Loopholes. Okay. I'm a big fan of loopholes. And um, you and I will, will get a chuckle off of this. Um, one, because it's not called hacking, because I feel like that's been overused too much, yeah. <laughs> uh, even though I love, I love our, our boy. Um, yeah. And um, also, when you think about the word loopholes, it's legal um, and it's easy. It's just that you didn't know about that. So do you, I, this is how I explain it to people. Do you remember the first time someone told you how to do control C control V on your keyboard. Right. Life changing. Now, if I ask you, was it hard to do control C control V? You're like, no, you just do control C control V. And it's one of those things where it's easy to implement and it's literally just a switch. You didn't know how to do it. Now you know how to do it. I work really, really hard figuring out ways to make things really, really easy because one of my kryptonites is that I'm not the most motivated person. So it motivates me to come up with cool little things to make things really, really easy to implement. Cause I could learn yeah. all day. It's the implementation yeah. and I, I actually always, leverage yeah. that. I always tell friends of mine, uh, it, there is a fine line between lazy and efficient. Yep. And I'm going to ride that line because like, I'm going to always look for what's the shortest way. What's the easiest way to get there? Like, you know, no wasted effort, no wasted energy. Like if there's a better, smoother, easier way, go for that way. And so that's what loopholes really are is those, yep. those hidden secret ways that are already there that you just haven't been exposed to yet. So yes. that's cool. So, so you've got that where you're helping people. Uh, I think it's those loopholes are primarily around lightning deals, which is Amazon stuff, right? That, that's correct. So, um, I, my, you know, again, learning, like I launched, uh, 
um, a beta launch, uh, uh, which I thought was going to be my first course, course called Redemption Funnels. And what's a beautiful thing about beta is you get incredible feedback. And the challenge with Redemption Funnels is that there's lots of moving pieces. Um, and uh, even though I delivered the goods, you're asking me about my skin, right? I'm so obsessed with this that I could not scale that at this time in my life to get people results without coaching one-on-one. And I just don't. Too many implementation points, right? Yes. So, and too so. many individuality points, right? Um, a lightning deal is universal, uh, at least in the U.S. I haven't tested if you're like in the yeah. different market. But like right. I know these deals, I know these loopholes work, whether you're selling supplements or massage chairs, right? Um, because the commonality is Amazon lightning deals. So I just went crazy with that. I know it works. And it's, you could literally watch the course and implement it in the same day. The redemption funnels is a longer term play. There's little modules that make it shorter. Um, but I wanted to, I wanted to create a course that I wish I bought right. 10 years ago that would get me instant results. Right. Um, so I have, um, I have marketplace loopholes, which will be a bunch of these loophole courses, both on very, very niche things because That's I smart. Thank you. I think yeah. you're, you're hitting a really good point for an, uh, that's just general good advice for an entrepreneur, which is in your business and in like both in your, what you're selling and your product or service, but also in your like day-to-day -day business, you have to look for the wins that can be achieved with the least amount of steps. And so like if, if you set this goal that requires 5,000 steps and you make 2,000 of those steps, you're going to feel like you missed the goal. But if you, so, and same thing for your business and your customers, if you can break those goals down into, Hey, every 10 steps you get a win, right? That's kind of when gamification started on, so on like plays, right? When people can feel like they're achieving and things are happening, when people celebrate their first dollar or their first lightning deal or their first buy box win, those are now things that they can get faster and like I love that you're putting that into a broader course but focusing on each one being you know its own standalone win and you want you want to hear the uh the double yeah I do edge thing <laughs> but usually when they say it's a double-edged sword it's like bad like you have to choose so we'll call this I don't know the double-edged battle axe or something <laughs> Okay. I'm doing this for myself too, dude. Right. Cause it's so, it's it, 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 to, to, you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you are a, a, a seller of services or products, give yourself a break. Right. So right. if you want to sell like, um, and like kitchen accessories that are cool and they glow in the dark because you like to cook in the dark, right. Come out with the best kitchen knife ever and put all your energy in that and get people a result on that. So it's not just for, do you see how I'm saying it goes both yeah. ways? Like you said, the gamification, it's, it, it goes both ways. So, and also rather than waiting another year to come out with all my loophole courses, um, I could also drip it as right. well. So it gives myself permission, um, to take action. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, uh, we're going to come to the end of this show. Uh, you and I, I think could probably talk for much, much longer. Um, so I want to first give people an opportunity if they want to learn more about you, like where, where's the, or, and what you do and what you offer and what you teach, where's the best place they should go. It's a great question, man. I've been, uh, I've been so ready fire aim. Um, yeah. my poor customer support last uh, webinar I did, I sent them to Dave at get kombucha. 
So my customer support person is like, what's the loophole? Like what? They want they to know. That's awesome. like, yeah. I didn't ever give them a heads up on that. So That's I see funny. the, the um, right, right now I'm still vlogging. I, I, I dropped down a little bit. I was, I had a good momentum in doing daily vlogs. Now yeah. it's probably a couple times a week. Um, if you go to Facebook and just check out inner circle confessions, it's, um, it morphed, but it's still pretty much a, um, a, at least a multiple time weekly account yeah. of how my life has changed since joining a high level mastermind, getting coaching, being accountable to others and, awesome. um, and finding people. So you can cool. check and, and so, and from within there, they can then also find your, uh, the other things you're doing or ask you questions and stuff. So. Yes. Yeah. We'll awesome. be building out something else in the future, but yeah, I'm sure. So, and then my next big thing is that like for me, lifestyle, uh, and business, they've got to stay together, you know, and there is the extreme of the four hour work where we took it the wrong way, but then there's the balance of like, okay, mini vacations and, and, and still living our life in the present, not waiting for, uh, retirement. And so I always ask, um, what's one major item on your personal, not business, but personal bucket list you're going to achieve in the next 12 months. Ooh. So, um, uh, I am on an 88 day, uh, meditation streak with the headspace app, which I absolutely love and adore. So my goal is to make that 365 days. Awesome. That's awesome. That's a very good one. And I know you're doing a lot of traveling and stuff coming up, but uh, everyone, I just want to encourage you, if you took nothing else from this amazing interview, uh, take the fact that it's just about getting your first win and it's about building that momentum, um, stepping into, I, I really liked and We didn't dive into it as much as I think we could have, but really stepping into uh, whatever you're choosing to do and owning mm -hmm. that and, and going for it. So uh, thank you for tuning into Biz Ninja Radio. Now it's your turn go out and do something. Thank you for listening to Biz Ninja Entrepreneur Radio with Tyler Jorgensen. Please make sure to subscribe so you're first to hear new interviews and episodes. If you found this podcast to be valuable, please share it with a friend. Don't forget to visit our online dojo at bizninja.com to claim your reward for listening to the show.